A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Wishing to determine the truth about why Paul was being accused by the Jews, the commander freed him and ordered the chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin to convene. Then he brought Paul down and made him stand before them. Paul was aware that some were Sadducees and some Pharisees. So he called out before the Sanhedrin, My brothers, I am a Pharisee, the son of Pharisees. I am on trial for hope in the resurrection of the dead. When he said this, a dispute broke out between the Pharisees and Sadducees, and the group became divided. For the Sadducees say that there is no resurrection or angels or spirits, while the Pharisees acknowledge all three. A great uproar occurred, and some scribes belonging to the Pharisee party stood up and sharply argued, We find nothing wrong with this man. Suppose a spirit or an angel has spoken to him. The dispute was so serious that the commander, afraid that Paul would be torn to pieces by them, ordered his troops to go down and rescue Paul from their midst and take him into the compound. The following night, the Lord stood by him and said, Take courage, for just as you have borne witness to my cause in Jerusalem, so you must also bear witness in Rome. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. Keep me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, my Lord are you. O Lord, my allotted portion and my cup, you it is who hold fast my lot. Keep me safe, O God, you are my hope. I bless the Lord who counsels me. Even in the night my heart exhorts me. I set the Lord ever before me. With him at my right hand I shall not be disturbed. Keep me safe, O God. You are my hope. Therefore my heart is glad and my soul rejoices. My body too abides in confidence. For you will not abandon my soul to the netherworld, nor will you suffer your faithful one to undergo corruption. Keep me safe, O God. You are my hope. You will show me the path to life, fullness of joys in your presence, the delights at your right hand forever. Keep me safe, O Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. May they all be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you that the Lord may believe that you sent me, says the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, 
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Lifting up his eyes to heaven, Jesus prayed, saying, I pray not only for these, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, so that they may all be one. As you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, that the world may believe that you sent me, and I have given them the glory you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be brought to perfection as one, that the world may know that you sent me, and that you loved them even as you loved me. Father, they are your gift to me. I wish that where I am, they also may be with me, that they may see my glory that you gave me, because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world also does not know you, but I know you, and they know that you sent me. I made known to them your name, and I will make it known that the love with which you loved me may be in them, and I in them. The Gospel of the Lord. Both Jesus and St. Paul, they faced hatred. Hatred and persecution until death. Of course, we know very well how Jesus' story would end after this farewell speech in the Gospel of John. The words that Jesus speaks here are the very last before his betrayal and arrest in the garden. And these words can be summed up in two words that we say at every Mass. Our Father. Our Father. And there is more to the combination of these two simple words than we may realize. When we say our Father together, that means that Jesus and each one of us have the same Father, the same Heavenly Father. That means that God the Father and God the Son have included us in their intimate communion. And that is something, brothers and sisters, that even today, after 2,000 years of Christianity, we find it difficult to comprehend fully. But if Jesus wanted us to understand only one thing 
I guess it would be that us human beings have been given the tremendous privilege to be united with the divine and at the same time not be absorbed like a drop in the ocean and being dissolved. No, we are being united with God and still have our own individuality. That's quite something. And it's even stronger that through our own God-given individuality, we are able to reach God individual uniqueness. Well, that's a lot to unpack on a Thursday morning. But let me give me a, do a little try. This unity of God and man is so accessible that it shamed all those of the religious elite at the time of Jesus and St. Paul. Those who claimed God for themselves and created all kinds of barriers for ordinary people to come closer to God, putting a lot of weight on their shoulders and laws to comply with. And suddenly, upon Jesus' arrival at the scene, they were without status, without power, and without a guaranteed income. They were no longer able to collect taxes for the kingdom of God, because suddenly this membership card was free. Free for everyone who desired it. It is clear that St. Paul, after his dramatic conversion on the road to Damascus, he was in communion with the Spirit of God and Jesus. That voice from heaven said to Paul, Why are you persecuting me? And that Paul took part in Jesus' destiny. And today we witness a defining part of his journey that would lead to his martyrdom in Rome. Tomorrow we have one more episode, and on Saturday when we don't have Mass, it's the last part of the story that you can read for yourself. Paul could have been terribly upset about this all. He could have been fighting this at all cost. But he didn't. He shared with Jesus the inner certainty that he was doing the will of the Father. And by his testimony to the truth, gather all the faithful, Jew and Gentile, into one family, namely children of the same God.
Now we bring our prayers for ourselves and for the world before God, confident in his goodness and his mercy. For the church, may the grace of the sacrament strengthen our unity in Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. For those who govern nations, may the wisdom of God guide their hearts and minds in service of the common good. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who are unjustly imprisoned, may the Holy Spirit encourage them to persevere in hope. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For this community of worship, may the love and peace of the Lord reign in our homes and families. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our beloved dead, May Christ our King, our Blessed Mother, and all the choirs of angels soon welcome them into the eternal banquet. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And this morning our special prayer is asked for the repose of the soul of Stan Bacon, for whom this Mass is offered. We pray for him together with Monia and all those who miss him in their daily presence. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Gracious God, we humbly pray that you hear our petitions and that you answer them in accordance with your divine will through Christ our Lord. Amen. 